the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. More resources available online at jennifer-jackson.org. This is Simply for Women. Oh, yes, it is. And I'm just so excited today because I have Elaine Bolton here with us. We work together every day, almost. Not quite every day, but almost every day. (laughs) At the church next door, welcome, Elaine. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's so much fun because you have to understand, Elaine and I have known each other for a long time. And now she's on staff, so she's in staff meetings with me. She, we, we do a women's ministry team together, so we host events, Bible study. She leads a small group. She also helps with just helping us get coffee and water and practical things. And uh, also, you help our financial assistant. I mean, I'm trying to think of all the many, many hats that you uh-huh. wear, Elaine. You are I tr- wear many. I wear many. <laughs> many, and you wear them well with grace and such dignity and you're just so classy. I mean, so classy. And I think that God has done this incredible work in your life. Yes. And so you just share his love with so many people. If if you want somebody to pray for you, you want Elaine to pray for you. She is yes. a prayer warrior. We pray together. Um, you know, we've just seen God do some cool things, haven't we? We have. Um, yeah. Yes. It's incredible. We were at a cliffhanger, and I don't know if you missed yesterday's story, but she gives us the beginning growing up in inner city Chicago with uh, four siblings in a two-bedroom apartment. And today we're at the point uh, where you have just packed the pinto with your sister and your baby because your husband, who had a knife, mm-hmm. uh, was threatening your life, and the police said it's okay to go. Yes. So you knew God was there. Yes. We were talking about God's faithfulness. You knew in your heart that that He was there, but you weren't necessarily like what fully. Uh, I didn't walking. have that. Yeah, I didn't have that relationship uh, that we are encouraged to have with God. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, um, I wouldn't say I was going through life aimlessly looking for something, mm-hmm. but I knew I had responsibilities with my son. And just uh, being able to get through each day. Yeah. That was my goal was to get through each day. Mm-hmm. And uh, somehow uh, I managed to, after staying with my sister for a while, I managed to get an apartment my, of my own. Oh, that's good. Yes. But I had no furniture. Yeah. Right. I just had enough to get the deposit and the, the monthly mm. rent. And I basically, um, we slept on cushions from a sofa. Oh, wow. That's all I had in the apartment. Wow. Bless your heart. Yes. And it too was a two-room apartment mm-hmm. with the kitchen. Mm-hmm. You never know what people are going through. You know, were you working? Did you have a babysitter? How did how did you do this? I worked. Um, at that time, I believe I was with uh, J. Walter Thompson, which mm-hmm. was an advertising firm. Okay. And I worked there for about five years. But I also worked at an attorney's office on Saturdays just to get a little extra money because child care was very expensive. Oh, I know it. It is today, too. It is, but it was expensive for me at that time. Mm-hmm. It's much more expensive now, but sure. I couldn't even manage $75 a week right, right. For, for the child care site. So went to the attorney's office to make the extra money. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually, did you get a bed or a couch? Or eventually, uh, they offered rent-to-own mm-hmm. stores with oh, furniture. And so I was able to furnish the whole apartment. Oh, that was for, good. For like $35 a week. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, ultimately um, that apartment, I was there for a short time Mm -hmm. um, because I wanted something different. It was in what they call a court courtyard type uh-huh. of an environment, but I mil- moved into an apartment down the street. Yeah, It was a little more open. I felt real closed off in that apartment. Mm. It felt so dark in there. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering about the dark. I mean, if it yeah. was something I was going through or whether mm. um, God was, you know, leading me in a certain direction. Yeah. Right. But I moved into this new apartment. It had windows across the whole front room so I can look out on the oh, neighborhood yeah. and, and look at across the street and other people had their mm. windows wide open. So I saw people, even though yeah. I was by myself with mm-hmm. my son, I still saw people. What do you think you got your work ethic? I mean, I think about today, people are struggling with this whole concept of work and going back to work or whatever. You're telling me you're working, you've got a baby, you're working five days a week and then an, and a Saturday for that additional so you can get ahead. So yes. where did you get that work ethic? Your dad? I, I believe that came from my mom. Mm-hmm. My mom is very strong. Even mm-hmm. as a, a child raising children, she was so strong. Mm-hmm. And uh, when my dad came home from prison, he was saying, you changed. Because mm. she got some strength? Yeah, he said, I had to. Yeah. Well, she had no choice. She was raising I, four kids yes. alone. He said, I had to grow up. That's mm-hmm. what she said. Mm-hmm. And I was in my growing up period, too. Yeah, right. And I believe God was with me the whole time. Yeah. I didn't feel his presence as I do now but in the background you knew he was still he was there. there he was there did you ever think about the time when you were little and went to church or want to go to church or were at that season uh, I did think about the church I had while I was in the project that was a, a, the best church mm-hmm. ever mm-hmm. the one that I was going to with my ex-husband it was it was big mm-hmm. I mean it had balconies it had mm. pews all over the place yeah and we had uh a group on Sunday evenings and I can remember praying in that group and just crying my balls, my all yeah, my eyes right, out because right, right. I was just so sad and broken yeah. and I'm in this bad marriage. But ultimately I rise above that and you know, I did whatever I could mm-hmm. to get ahead. God gave me the abilities yeah. to get ahead. I think that all that strength and all that came from him. Sure it did. Yes. Otherwise I, I couldn't have made it. I wonder in Chicago, did you ever go to Moody, Moody Bible church? I didn't. I knew yeah. where it was. Wouldn't that have been cool? Yeah, would have been. Still love to that go was there. downtown. I was on the north side. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I would still love to visit there. Maybe sometime yeah, in sometime. Chicago. Yeah. That'd be awesome. But um, so what happened from there then? So now during you... that time I was in that apartment. Mm-hmm. I know we have the digital digital dating services now. Mm-hmm. My dating service was the personal ads in the newspaper. Okay. So I uh, communicated with several men through that personal those mm-hmm. personal ads, and the one I kind of clicked on to was uh, my second husband okay. who lived here in Columbus. Okay. So uh, he came to visit several times and uh, I mean, we, we had a relationship, but it wasn't a relationship that I was thinking that was for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had at one point told him, I'm not going to marry you. Wow. And he broke down and cried and that compassionate mm-hmm. nature in me said, okay, okay, I'll marry you. <laughs> You wish you would have stuck with your original I decision. <laughs> but mm. but uh, okay. ultimately, I moved to Columbus. Yeah. And, and you wouldn't have had Stephen without him. I wouldn't have had Stephen. That's yes. right. So um, he he didn't know the Lord. Yeah. He was basically, I mean, his parents went to church. Mm-hmm. I mean, every Sunday. And I just wow. under, I didn't understand why he didn't have that relationship with the Lord. Mm-hmm. But um, his family dynamics were a little strict in some way by his dad. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, we made a life for a while. 
we even bought a home together. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was there for about maybe seven years. Okay. And then I decided this isn't for me. Mm-hmm. I actually saw a um, psychologist. Wow. Because I was feeling like I'm just the maid. Mm. And it's like, I don't feel like I have life here. Right. So um, after the divorce, I moved out. But he was harmful as well. He wasn't harmful. He wasn't harmful. He was very, very introverted, even more so than myself. Okay. So, okay. Um, and that wasn't a good mix for, you know, for making strong bonds or, mm-hmm. you know, we had really nothing in common. Gotcha. And I, that, I guess that's why my reason for not marrying him was was yeah. the reason why I thought I should, should marry him. But uh, So now you have a, you're a single mom with two boys. With two boys. Yeah. And they were like eight years apart. Mm. So try raising children that far apart. Mm-hmm. different generations, different attitudes. Yeah. And yeah. do you know the Lord at this time? At Where's that, God in the picture at, at this that point? time? I, um, I moved out of the home and mm-hmm. into a town home right off of, uh, Lane Avenue. Okay. It's now condos mm-hmm. and, and apartments mm-hmm. still, but, um, I was always in search for a church. I had a friend, she and I would go We've been all over town trying to find a church that would be a good fit for us. Mm-hmm. I went to World Harvest Church mm-hmm. at one point. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's too loud in here. <laughs> just <laughs> trying I, to find what works Just finding one. I went to uh, Potter's House down the street from your church. Oh, that's a nice church. Yeah. It was nice there, but I was a little bit turned off uh, because they passed the, passed the offering plate around twice. Oh. <laughs> I said, Why? <laughs> you know, it's funny. Churches do different things. Mm-hmm. We have so many different styles, but they're still all beautiful to they're me. Still the, all beautiful. the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. So you're on this quest for the right, for the right church. church. And uh, eventually I was able to buy a home of my own. Okay. It was down the street on Treby Road. Mm. And uh, I received a postcard. One was for a church in Westerville mm. and one was for a church down the street. Lincoln okay. Baptist Church. Oh, there you go. I said, I didn't even know there were churches in this neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So I ventured out at Easter, you yeah. know, Palm Sunday and went right. and came into the church. And I was like, oh, wow. This feels different. Mm-hmm. And uh, the person who met me at the door was Kim Davis. Oh, she's great. She was great. And um, the thing that brought me back to the church next door is because I came back the next Sunday. Mm-hmm. And uh, she remembered my name. That's awesome. Because I always thought when I stepped into that room, I said, I'm just going to be a number. Mm. But you really were on a search, weren't you? I was. And I needed it because I was about to lose my home. Wow. And uh, I still had uh, my younger son to raise. My older son went off to the military Mm -hmm. when he got out of high school. So Mm -hmm. I cried boo-hoo for that. (laughs) Oh, for sure. He's turned out. Such a fine man. Yes, wow. yes. And grandbabies. Yes, grandbabies. (laughs) Oh, so much. You know, I think it's... Interesting, your search for God and your search for a church. And so I can't wait to hear how you began to grow, how you began to really work on that relationship. So we'll do that tomorrow. Hope you'll stay with us for another day because there's so much in this story. God's done so much in you and through you. Talk about transformed life, Elaine. Your life is so transformed by God. I want everyone to hear this next story. So stay with us uh, for the next episode. You've been listening to Simply for Women. I'm Jennifer Jackson. If you want to know more about the show, uh, why don't you go to jennifer-jackson.org. That's right, jennifer-jackson.org. It's been a great day. I hope you'll have a beautiful day. We'll see you tomorrow.
hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.